0: Hi, I'm Michelle Morvan in the marketing department of Callaway's Nursery. Dallas, Fort Worth is our home. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil.
1: Thank you, Michelle, everybody's favorite friend. She is just the best. Thank you very, very much, and thank you to Callaway's for sponsoring this hour for many, many years. I hope you'll be out and about today or tomorrow. Doesn't matter if it rains, they're undercover. Most of their places are uh, undercover at least parts of them are uh, parts of each one of them and so uh, get out and shop at Callaway's. you'll have a wonderful time and uh, beautiful plants available to you we'll be talking about that as the hour progresses and uh, thank you for tuning in i'm here for the next two hours i'm neil Speary. i've been doing this since 1978 is when i began doing commercial radio i've been with the extension service from 70 to 77 and uh, doing horticulture that's what i'm trained for i'm um, A one-trick pony, so. but I'd love to help you with the plants at your place. The phone number for this live Sunday morning talk show, 800-288-WBAP. That's 800-288-9227. We have five lines that come into the station, but I have opted along, well, actually, when I began... I said, let's not use all five lines. That's too long for people to have to wait. Let's uh, use one of them to call one of the others. And so we uh, block out two of them and use three. And uh, so if you'd like to grab one of those three lines, call right now, 800-288-9227. Mike Bass screens my calls for me and runs the boards. He is uh, He is the best. That's all I can say. I'm just lucky to have Mike, and I appreciate him very, very much. So, that's the uh, that's the basis for the program today, and I'd love to hear from you. Give us a call now. We begin the program every Sunday morning with Steve Huddleston, public relations manager of the beautiful Fort Worth Botanic Garden and the Botanical Research Institute of Texas. They both occupy the 110-acre grounds just west of downtown Fort Worth. We'll give you specifics in just a moment. I welcome Steve right now. Steve Huddleston, good morning. Oh, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir, and you're going to talk about an heirloom plant that we don't talk about often enough. Actually, a couple of them. Bulbs, in this case, and the and beautiful summer flowering bulbs. I appreciate you bringing these to us. Tell
2: us. Well, I like these. These are crinums. They are members of the amaryllis family. They produce large mounds of strap-like leaves that cascade to the ground. Crinums are very easy to grow perennials. They die down in the winter and then return the following growing season. They do well in zones 7 through 10. Uh, They are to the south what peonies are to the north. That's a good way Uh, to say it. Yes. Big, bold perennials with wonderful flowers for cutting. Although crinums are drought-tolerant, they perform best with full sun and regular moisture. And I like what Greg Grant says about crinums. He said, they're a lot like Texans, loud and showy and bordering on obnoxious. (laughs) I can hear Greg say that. I can see him say it. That's wonderful. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. But anyway, I thought I would mention a couple of varieties. One is Ellen. You are Bosan from Oklahoma, Quay. aren't you? I am. I am. Yeah. Yes. So, anyway, uh, but Ellen Bosanquay. is a good one. We have that in the garden. I have those at home. Uh, this is considered one of the finest and lilies for the home garden. Uh, this vigorously, vigorously multiplying hybrid was hybridized in Florida during the 1920s by Louis Bosanquay and named after his wife, Ellen. Uh, This begins flowering in mid-June and continues through most of the summer. The large reddish-purple flowers appear on two-foot stalks and emit a wonderful, spicy fragrance. The rosette of wavy, glossy, tropical-looking foliage is a great addition to the garden, even without the flowers. Uh, This is a bulb that does well in sun to part sun in zones 6B through 10B, so that's a good one for our area.
1: How often do you see it sold by name and... and, uh... Is it in
2: retail nurseries sold that way, or do well, you buy yes, it from specialists? Well, yeah, that actually is one of the more popular ones. Yes, uh, that, that I've run across. Okay. So, uh,
1: and then here's another one. But, I know you have yeah. one other one. Then I have a question about crinums in general. Go ahead. Okay. Here's
2: another one. It's called just the pink crinum lily. Uh, actually, this is crinum. It's a hybrid, uh, powellii roseum. We just call it the pink crinum lily. This is a hybrid crinum with uh, foliage about three feet tall. Flower stalks rise about three to four feet tall, and they're topped with a fountain of trumpet-shaped rose-colored flowers that bloom summer to early fall. I counted eight flowers on top of one stem. This is a bulb that does well in full sun, any kind of soil in zones 7 through 10.
1: So, Steve, if I'm driving down the street in an older neighborhood and I see a big, uh, I'm crying, a little, i Lily. Folks, these things can be four or five feet across and and three or four feet tall. And their their leaves are kind of like our son Todd, who has curly hair and hasn't had a haircut in 14 months, and yet his hair barely goes over his uh, uh, collar. Uh, it just it curls. It's it looks like a lot of the the uh, pro athletes, and and uh, it's not not bad looking. Uh, he's going to get a haircut. His mom is visiting him right now, and he wanted to take her to show her how long it was. But anyway, I, I digress. I see these plants with these curly leaves, but then I see the, the kind of white with a tinge of pink flower, uh, color on the flowers. That's the common one that I see. Is that is that the the uh, the pink crinum lily you're talking about? Well, that's the, the actually, common. that's
2: what we call, I think, the, the, the wine and milk lilies, uh, crinums. We have those in the okay. long bed. At the garden, and I was going to mention that variety as well. I don't know what the species is, uh, but we just call those the wine and uh, milk and wine lilies.
1: That's, and I've heard that name on them, so I wondered. Okay, all right. Yes. That's the common one that you see in so many yards, folks. But, But my point then shifts to be that there are many, many crinums, and Steve has introduced you to two that he likes very, very much. And they're available, and, and with the advent of the Internet now, you can find them at, uh, at, at Specialists if you don't see them in retail nurseries. These are beautiful, and a lot of people really like them. They need a lot of room in the garden, don't they?
2: Yes, they do. Yeah,
1: that's great. Crinum, C-R-I-N-U-M, and they're not lilies; they're amaryllis members. And so keep mm-hmm. that in mind, folks. Just and here's another uh, another plant that is uh, uh, coming up right now. That this one I I rank right at the top. I love this plant. Tell us about it.
2: Well, I do too. In fact, this is called spider lily. Now, a number of bulbs have that common name, but this is a hymanacallis. This is hymanacallis, and the variety is tropical giant. This is an old garden hybrid that inhabits abandoned home sites in the south and is one of the most reliable of the spider lilies. The lush, glossy green, amaryllis-like foliage forms a dramatic clump that, while very drought-tolerant, multiplies well when kept moist. Then in early July, the two-foot-tall by three-foot-wide clumps are topped with sweetly fragrant white spider-like flowers. The small daffodil-like cup is highlighted with long white extensions that give the spidery appearance. And this is a bulb that does well in part shade to full sun, zone seven B through ten.
1: This is a glorious plant, and people ask about it all the time. It, it has, as as Steve said, this white flower in the center. It's it's all one flower, but has this white center that does look like a daffodil flower, mm-hmm. and then spokes that come out these these spider yes. uh, petals, if you would, uh, whatever, uh, coming out, and it's just beautiful. It is not. Um, I guess not particularly related to the plant that we commonly call spider lily, Lycoris, uh, right. that, that is red, that blooms about six weeks from now. But this thing is gorgeous, and boy, it puts a tropical look around a swimming pool or any other place you want to use it. This is beautiful. Not many people grow it, and it's a shame because it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So that is a tropical giant spider lily. Hymenocallus Tropical Giant. I appreciate your bringing that. So you have a couple of exhibits. One of them is about to run out. People need to get there. Tell us.
2: Yes, indeed. Uh, Sean Kinney's Nature Connects, built with Lego bricks. Fifteen sculptures of plants, animals, insects, and birds placed throughout the garden, now through August 1. Stickwork is up through the end of the year, even well into 2022, Uh, a sculpture crafted from saplings of American Elmwood, uh, American elm and rough leaf dogwood. And then we have these, uh, Texas bee oasis cups, 3000 cups have been installed in the Fuller garden and serve as a water station for bees. Uh, this exhibit is up through November 28. Uh, the bee cups may be purchased from the gift shop in the garden center or in the brick building. All right. All of that and so much more available to you at the
1: Fort Worth Botanic garden. How do they find you? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. Folks, that's a couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth off I-30, and uh, it is the same exit that you would take for the zoo, for TCU, or for... Uh, the will rogers for casimiana for all of that everything's up and down university drive and and first on the list as you go north off uh, i tw- uh, on off, <laughs> on university will be the fort worth botanic garden all right and they want to look you up on the internet that is how do they F- find F W? You? yes fwbg.org and the old-fashioned way for more information if they have the phone with them is to call and that's 24-hour recording what is that
2: That is 817-463-4160. This
1: is Steve Huddleston, and he is the public relations manager, and he does a beautiful job at it. Thank you, my friend. Well, thank you. All right. Talk to you next Sunday. Sponsored today by Advanced Foundation Repair. If you have a foundation, you need Advanced Foundation Repair. If you have a pier and Beam House, if it's been shifting around, you need Advanced Foundation Repair. In fact, they have a whole division within the company that can help you with a pier and Beam House. We are very Uh, uh, happy to have had the services of advanced foundation repair at our home. We had one part of our house that had been built separately and it developed a major foundation problem. I had advanced foundation repair come out. They did their home inspection of the slab of that part of the house and they said, Oh, oh, it's significant. This 24 foot long room from one corner to the opposite corner, caddy corner across, has a two and a half inch "'Fall, and boy, fall was the right word.' Things were just not working. Doors weren't opening, and the tape and bed, to say the least, was coming apart. Tape and bed work in the sheetrock. They made our house whole once again, and they had it rejoin the rest of the house, which had been designed by an architect and had been made just perfectly, but that one room, not so much. Well, advanced foundation repair can do that. If you have slab problems at your home, let them come out and do the free home inspection. They'll show you what problems exist. And and they can tell you what it would cost to have them do the repairs. Uh, My guess is that that cost is going to be less than others. Their work will be quicker and and more carefully done than most, and they will give you a warranty good for the lifetime of the building, transferable from owner to owner. They have earned the right to call themselves Advanced Foundation Repair. They're the best. 26 years, I've told you that. I had so many nice comments on Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, foundationrepairs.com. On the phone, it's 214-333-0003. If you ever miss a phone number, they're on my website under radio sponsors. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003.
2: I'm Ginger with Callaway's Nursery in Southlake. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Ginger, very, very much. And we go to our first call today. That's Dave in Huntsville. Dave, thanks for calling. How can I help you?
3: Good morning, Neil. Yes, I got sir. I've vestib- got an issue with my vegetable garden. I am completely ate up with nutgrass I tried to kill it off before we planted, and it's just consumed it. I mean, I mean it's covered. You can mow it. And uh, so I found a product called Sedgehammer, but after reading the label, it said you can't plant
1: edible vegetables for four years or something like that. I need a, a solid suggestion. I have not read the label to see that. I I have used Image, uh, not so much in vegetable gardens in ornamental gardens. Um, yeah. I would look at I would look at that product, the original Image, uh, that was I'm made. Uh, okay, see what its label calls for. Have you read that? No, I'm not. I see if it's a lesser time. I don't think it will persist that long. Um, And if your garden is empty, uh, image uh, uh, suggests that you use two, make two applications, thirty days apart with both of okay. them falling between May 15 and September 15 so your your last yeah. chance to start with image is August 15 so that you can make an August 15 September 15 application so you need to get busy with that uh if that is uh if that is uh, acceptable when you look at the label i that's a long time to wait that's odd yeah
3: yeah it, but there it, it, but there I, is I, no there's I no shortcut there is, I hit it with glyphosate twice, you know, a month or two that's, before we planted. Yeah,
1: that won't, and well, I, I that's was, not yeah. going to do it. Glyphosates, yeah, hang on just a second. Glyphosates are not active in the soil, and so doing it back in the winter when the nutsedge is completely dormant uh, is useless. Uh, putting glyphosate on nutsedge while it's growing actively is not completely useless, but it's not a lot better than useless because it just isn't as effective as you need it to be. Image yeah, and Sedgehammer are the two controls that will have a good chance of, uh, of of giving you help.
3: I will give Image a shot. I appreciate your help.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening is my latest book and it is my baby. I, I have said that a couple of times and not to drive it into the ground, but I'm really happy with this book. I decided to self-publish it. That means you have to, uh, well, first of all, it means you get to choose your own editor and graphic designer, and I chose uh, two ladies with whom I had worked a great deal over the years, Carolyn Skye and, and Cindy Smith. They're just the best at their fields, and so the two, three of us worked together uh, to develop this book. It also means you pay everything ahead of time in terms of the printing costs and buying the paper and everything else. You, you 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 don't just get a royalty you don't get any royalties um, but I'm I'm really happy I did this because you also don't have to go to committee meetings for a publisher and listen to them try to do things on the cheap you can do it the way you want it done and this book is it has 11 chapters that cover everything Every aspect of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas, every county is included. Lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetable gardening—it's all in Lone Star Gardening. This is in no way a, um, a, a simulation of the old complete guide to gardening, which was uh, which was done through committees and all of that, and it got short cut all the way through. This one is the real deal. It's also 25 years younger and that makes a big difference too. Chapter two in this newest book, Lone Star Gardening, is a 48-page calendar with four pages per month that tells you what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in each month of the year. This is a hardback. It's on high quality paper printed in Texas, 344 pages, 840 photos. It is not in stores and it is not on Amazon. You buy it directly from me I'll sign it and we'll mail it Uh, probably see my wife is out of town so it's probably going to take me an extra day Uh, probably Tuesday is when they'll go to the postal service and uh, you'll have it very shortly 67,000 copies sold to date I always guarantee your satisfaction and I have not had one request for refund yet $36.95 Thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. That's all it costs. So, to order it, the two places you can order, you can call my office Monday through Friday 9 to 5. That number is 800-752-GROW. G-R-O-W. Or, you can order it from my website right now. That's the better way, and I'll be signing those tonight. That's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.
3: And everyone is welcome.
1: That is our pastor, and I hope you will join us at church at sharingtheheart.org, online at 10.05 for the traditional service, 11.10 for the contemporary service, or there are services all morning long uh, in the sanctuary. And so please join us. That's the First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. Uh phone number here, if you'd like to call, is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And I want to tell you about some friends of mine, uh, Mike and Derek Wisnan, father and son team. Mike's dad actually started the business back in 1983, so it's a third-generation family business called Q Stone. Q Stone is in southeast Fort Worth at 4501 East Loop 820 South. And uh, that is, uh, and they're open Monday through Saturday. They're not open today, but sometime this week. Make a point of going to Whiskey Stone. You will love it. They are very eager to help you. They have 22 acres of the most glorious stone you've ever seen. A lot of their stone they have out in their display gardens to show you what it can look like when you use it in your landscape. They also have contact with the best landscape contractors anywhere around. They're very active in the Texas nursery and landscape association and the landscape contractors know that whiskey stone has the best selection of stone anywhere so they buy from them and uh, the whiskey stone people know them and so it's a, a wonderful working relationship they'll be glad to refer you to somebody in your neighborhood who does great work and what is the neighborhood they service well they will deliver anywhere you can hear me they're happy to help They're not just a local company. It's a destination place. If you're looking for stone for a patio or for walkways, maybe for a swimming pool, uh, you need a fountain, you want a retaining wall, all of that. Decorative gravel, you want river rock for whatever use you have, a dry stream bed, for example. Whiz-Q Stone has it all. And they have tons and tons and tons of beautiful stone. Once again, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, open Monday through Saturday, 817 429 0822. whiz-q.com. It's whizq stone. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go
2: back since our nurseries opened. I'm Carol Dreyer with Callaway's in Houston. And now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Carol, very, very much. Let's go back to our phones here, and we go to Pam in Fort Worth. Apparently, it's nutsedge day. Pam, how can I help you?
4: Hi, I was calling. We do have a uh, the nutsedge in our flower beds, and I do use the image that you, you know, talked about. It seems that um, every time I turn around, or you know, every week, there's more growing. And my question was, should we? remove all of the soil that's in the flower bed, and then put down the image, totally cover the whole soil, then put fresh soil in the flower beds to try to control them.
1: Image is intended to be put on the existing soil without disturbing it, and uh, it goes into the ground, is taken in through the roots of the nutsedge, and uh, then it will kill. It kills in, in a slow manner. Uh, it's it's one of very few weed killers that goes in through the the root system Um, how long ago did you make your first application
4: i apply it just weekly as i see them coming up i don't do it before
1: really okay um and this is in a flower bed what kind of flowers
4: well, after the freeze, there's not a lot left. So mostly just have, you know, there's a few shrubs and things like that. I so it's a shrub
1: things. bed. All right. Uh, you need to check the label carefully and make sure that the shrubs that you have are, are um, on the label, that they're okay. Um, and then the way you use image is very different. Read the whole label. The way that you use image is very different from any other weed killer. You do not apply it weed by weed. You apply it to the whole area and then you soak it in. You just, you try to drown it in with water, uh, so that it gets, it just saturates the soil so that it can be taken in through the root system. I'm not sure that you've been using it correctly. You have to get the original image you don't want to use one of the ones that has other weed killers mixed with it i wish they had never blended other uh, brought other products into the into the line they did that because the original product had been so successful they wanted to capitalize on the brand name but get the original image that is just for nut sedge control and uh, apply it and water it in deeply but read the entire label to make sure you're doing it according to their directions it may not it, it used to not tell you how much water to put on and when I asked them they said it doesn't matter you just have to soak it thoroughly soak the soil just water the dickens out of the soil it's like a like a heavy heavy watering and uh, then that gets it all the way down into the root area and it will it will gradually over a period of a month kill the nutsedge out but you start by making sure that the plants that you have in that bed are, are cleared for use with image
4: Okay.
1: So that should work for you, and that's what you do. You come back 30 days later, and you make the second application, and that should get rid of it. I'm not sure that you've, you know, what you've done is uh, uh, you've you've taken a light dose of medication for some major ailment, and the doctor wants you to take the, the pills as prescribed. I think I've done that a few times, <laughs> and he says, okay. you didn't take it the way I told you to, Neil. Oh, okay. So that's that will help. Pam, I appreciate your call very, very much. Drive safely. Let me tell you about Wortham Brothers Roofing right now because you may need a roof. If it starts raining, you might need a roof. I don't think they can get you a roof that fast, but I'll tell you what they did in our case. I have not never, I have not never, I have never uh, uh, told you this detail. But when they came out and looked at our roof, I said, "Well, we're having some leaks." and we're having some major problems, and they got us dried in right away with the, the blue tarps. They are used to doing that. You know they are because they go out to houses where they've had major wind damage and half the roof is gone. Uh, in our case, that wasn't the case, but we had some flashing problems, and and uh, they put the blue tarps up until they could order the roofing and, and get things underway, and they were so good, and they knew what to do. They are pros. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. So what I would suggest you do is contact them. Let them come out and look at your roof. If you, if you think you have a problem, if there is a problem up there, they'll find it and uh, they will identify it for you, show you what it is. And, uh, they, they don't file insurance claims for you. That's not their job. That's your job, but they can, they can look at it and they can say that might be covered under your insurance. And that's where they kind of have to leave it up to you. Uh, but uh, oh my goodness gracious! They can find the the strangest of problems in a roof, and then when you hire them to put a new roof on your home, it will be done by the best in the business. Wortham Brothers Roofing. They've done tens of thousands of roofs since 1986. New or replacement roofs, they do it all. Composition, clay and concrete tile, metal, slate, all the new roofs, all the standard roofs. They do any kind roofs that have all kinds of uh, pitches to them, anything. Nothing intimidates them. So, and they go long distances to do their work, too. They cover the Metroplex and beyond. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. They're the only company I would have on my roof. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com with so much happening you never
0: want to miss a moment these days you don't have to on air online and always on your smart device use talk A20 wbap wbap.com
1: Race e gardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer to your email on Thursdays just a little after 6 p.m. and there always are five stories I write most of them this week I'm going to be covering Oaks and I'll be sharing some notes that uh, Steve Hauser has given to me the the arborist of the year for the state of Texas and owner and operator of 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 um, uh, Arborological Services, my longtime advertiser. Steve sent me, I asked him if uh, if he had any any current thoughts about where we are on live oaks and schumard red oaks and the other oaks, and he said I do, and and he sent me a wonderfully detailed uh, commentary about where he thinks we are on oaks and what needs to be done, and I had my own uh, uh, feelings as well and was out taking some photographs last night. So that will be in eGardens this coming week. And uh, I always have a featured plant of the week. I always have a featured question of the week. And also gardening this weekend, where I point out the things that are most critical to be done in the ensuing three or four days. eGardens is free and always will be. There's no uh, uh, add on anytime later, uh, you know, in app purchases. This is not an app, it's an email. And it comes directly from my computer to your email app. Thursdays. If you want to see what it looks like, uh, I have the most current one on the website where you sign up for eGardens. You can look at it, and if you say, yeah, that looks good, then uh, you can sign up right there. Go to neilsperry.com, my website. That's also where you buy my latest book. Well, click on the eGardens tab, and that's where you'll see the the most recent issue, and it's also where you sign up. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com.
4: 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now
0: on WBAP.
4: And WBAP.com.
0: Three of the Democratic lawmakers who fled the legislature special session tested positive for COVID-19. I'm Dennis Martin at the Preservation Tree Services WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicSherley.com, WBAP first. Traffic and weather on the ones. An accident has closed southbound 35E in Lewisville between Garden Ridge Boulevard and Valley Ridge Boulevard. Elsewhere, constructions close the number one lane of westbound North Loop 820 at 35W, and construction blocks the number one lane of eastbound North Loop uh, 820 between Blue Mound Road and Mark IV Parkway. For WBAP's First Traffic on the Ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Mostly sunny, warm, and breezy today. Few storms possible, barely. Mainly in east Texas, the high 96. Tonight will be partly cloudy. Isolated storm or two possible. Overnight low 78. Now showers and storms are going to be likely tomorrow. High temperature then 93. Three of the Democratic state lawmakers who fled Texas to block a vote on new voting restrictions have tested positive for COVID-19 in the nation's capital. Democratic Caucus Director Philip Martin says all three were fully vaccinated. Two of them were part of a group that met with Vice President Kamala Harris, but were not in close contact with the Vice President. A former Dallas City Councilman serving time in prison for his role in a bribery scheme has had his sentence reduced. federal judge cut Dwayne Carraway's prison sentence by five months, after he testified against Rule Hamilton, a Dallas developer, convicted of bribery. The judge called Carraway's testimony credible and lowered his 56-month sentence to 51 months. From the WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update is at 9 o'clock, 24-7 News Coverage at WBAP.com. Thank
1: you, Dennis. Those great people at Callaway sponsored this hour and they've done so for a long, long time. And I thank them for that. I hope you do too. Fill your flower beds and containers with the bright, long lasting colors of Cora XDR Venka, also with Purslane and more. Callaway's nursery makes it fun and easy with their big summer sized plants that make an instant impact. You'll find select six inch generous plants for $5.99. They have everything you need to give your garden a fresh, cool pop of color. These cheerful blooms are in a wide variety of colors, and they'll brighten your landscape. These amazing plants can take the challenging Texas summer, and they can defy the heat with their colorful blooms. While you're in the store, talk to one of their Texas certified nursery professionals. They'll give you expert gardening advice and tips. You can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best in flowers, edibles, trees, and shrubs. And it's all backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. So try something new. Visit the breezy open air store in your local community or order online or use their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. Go to callaways.com to find a location near you. Visit their newest Dallas locations on Greenville Avenue and at Lemon Avenue. They're open seven days a week from nine until six. Callaways Nursery. Their life lived beautifully. That's callaways.com. It's the stuff.
4: Never-ending roller coaster ride with the left.
0: People are talking about.
4: Promise everything, they deliver nothing.
0: Use Talk 820 WBAP.
4: WBAP.com.
1: We Sperry's are very beholden to Baylor Scott and White Health. They have made so many wonderful uh, contributions to our family's health and well-being. It began when they saved our daughter's life in 2005. We have a twelve year old grandson who wouldn't be here if it weren't for Baylor Scott and White Plano. And uh, we are immensely grateful and we continue to be time and time and time again. I have an important message for you from Baylor Scott and White Health. It's about a new app that lets you manage your health care your way so you can keep yourself and your family in tip top shape. It's my BSW Health app. And it helps you schedule appointments, get test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others in your family all on your schedule and from wherever you are. All you have to do is text the word BETTER to 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, you knew that, to 88408. It's just another reason to do what the Sperry's have been doing for many, many years, saying thanks to Baylor Scott & White Health. Text BETTER to 88408.
3: Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Ryan Martin from the Dallas Greenville Avenue store. And now, back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Ryan, very, very much. We go back to our phone lines now. We go to Chris in Fort Worth. Chris, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello, Neil. Hi. Uh, I have a question for you, please. Uh,
3: in my backyard, I have a very well-established pecan tree. And over the years that I've been here, the tree just seems like it gets bigger and bigger. And it's kind of uh, overwhelming me. And I've decided it needs to be cut back a little bit. And so, when is the best time of the year for me to have that done? All right. What do you mean, cut back? Uh, just just raise it up a bit on some of the uh, outer lower uh, lower hanging branches.
1: Okay. Uh, let me know, let like me describe the, two different things, and you tell me which is what you're talking about. Uh, are you talking, this would be one or two, That's so going to the uh, eye doctor, do you like this one better? Uh, one is you're going to remove lower branches, or two, you're going to cut all of the branches back to reduce the overall size of the tree? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know much about it.
0: Please uh, do not
1: do number two. Please do not do number two. Don't cut all the branches back. If you need to remove lower branches, that can be done at any time. Okay. And that's a, that's a very standard procedure to get a little more light under uh, beneath any kind of tree um and and pecans certainly I have that done to my pecan trees uh, periodically um the uh, tree folks were out about a month ago and and uh, took some bottom branches off several of our pecans Sometimes the the weight of them brings them down too close to the roof, and you just yeah. say, "I don't want them rubbing on the roof. I, I don't want them blocking the view at the driveway when people try to leave our driveway, us included." Uh, things like that. But don't cut a pecan back. The word "back" makes makes puts a chill up my spine because it sounds like somebody's going to top a, a tree, and you don't want to do that. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Anything that's way out of my, you know, way above my head, I'm not worried about
3: because it doesn't hurt anything and it just beautifies the backyard. Uh, it's mainly just the lower branches are so low and so heavy at this point with all the pecans. Uh, literally, I have to bend over and walk around them when I'm mowing, for example. Right. Uh, it's kind of a... It's kind of Those a do sound thing. like they're
1: low, yeah. Um yes, they are. Yeah, and if they're that heavily uh, laden with pecans, then they may be really low and and i guess there's some chance that they could break probably won't but but no that's that's fine and that kind of pruning can be done now uh okay. it's uh, i like to do my pruning in the winter time if i know where i'm going to have that pruning done because i can see through the tree and i can see what impact it will have to the branch structure of the tree but arborists work 12 months a year okay very well uh, is there anybody you could uh recommend for me I've, I've kind of
3: done a little cursory search on the internet for a couple of companies but i don't know them and i don't know what kind of
1: quality work they do um you are about to hear me do an ad for the best in the business in about uh, about two minutes if you'll just listen i've made a policy for 44 years of doing commercial right. radio i don't give plugs as an answer um if somebody asks specifically about one and they mentioned the name and i will i will comment but uh, but you just listen there's an ad coming up here and they're the best they're the ones hey. that do all my tree work very good neil i appreciate you very much they're all also all over my website okay <laughs> so. very good i did not know that yeah all right hey, thank you sir very much Pre- appreciate your call thank you sir all right let's see I think I will go ahead and get into that break because uh, that will keep us on time. We have Judy in Paris, Will in McKinney as we head northeast out of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And uh, they'll be coming up in just a moment. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my latest book. And uh, I'd love to get one in your hand so you could do your fall landscape planning. Chapter 1 is The Basics of Gardening in Texas. What you need to have and know in your mind to uh, to be successful chapter 2 is that 48 page calendar i am so glad that i decided to add that into this book when i decided not to do any more annual gardening calendars after 27 years people just weren't buying calendars for the wall like they used to I, I decide I'm going to put that, because so many people complained. Hey, I need that information. I used to put it at the bottom of the calendar page each month. And uh, I said, well, you know what? I'm just going to put it in this next book I'm doing, but I'm going to amplify it about four times as much information. So it's 48 pages, Chapter 2, of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're growing outdoors. And it's all there in Chapter 2. And then Chapters 3 through 11 are incredibly detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. The book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. 344 pages. It's a hardback, 840 of my photos. It was printed in Texas, not overseas. I wanted to keep fellow Texan uh, printers employed. I sign every copy as I sell it, and I'd be happy to sign one for you. Now, two places you can order it. It's only thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. You can order it from my website, or you can order it by calling my office Monday through Friday. The office number is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. But the better way by far is to order it right now. That's the quicker way to, to get it uh, signed. And that is at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. There is nobody anywhere in Texas that will do you a better tree job than Arborological Services. And that's Arbor, A R B O R. That says they refer to trees, uh, the letter I, and logical. This is a forestry term. This is not some cute word they made up in 1981 when they began business. And it is a, a serious forestry term. Steve Hauser is the founder and owner, and a good friend of mine. Kevin Bassett, Russell Peters, all three of these men have been named Arborists of the Year for the state of Texas. Oh my goodness, I don't think there's a company anywhere around that has three Arborists of the Year. Arborological Services does, and they are the best it gets. They're wonderful. They have an eleven-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion, Miguel Pastinez. Always brings his crew out of the uh, out of the twelve crews that they have. I get Miguel's crew. I'm kind of pumped about that, and they do the work at our house. Uh, this is uh, this is the kind of company you want to have doing your tree work because all they think about is trees. They have. Uh, more than 10 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists, college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. And uh, they think trees. They know trees. And when one of them runs into a problem that that uh, is something unfamiliar to him or to her, they have others on the staff that they can discuss it with. It's just an amazing team. 866 Five five two seventy two sixty seven. 552 7267 They will do the job right. 866-552-7267. On the web, it's arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at The Tree Experts. Arborological Services, 866-552-7267.
2: We at Callaway's are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Greg Polito from the North Fort Worth Callaway's. We're proud to be sponsoring the segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Greg. He has been with them for many, many, many years. A wonderful nurseryman. Thank you. Let's go to Judy in Paris. Judy, this is Neil. Good morning.
4: Good morning. Thanks How for taking you? my call, Neil. Sure. Sure, I sure. enjoy listening to you every Sunday morning. I learn so much. Okay, we planted a young or a new pink magnolia tree in what I thought was the best shaded area of our yard. It gets sun until about 3 o'clock, and the rest of the day, it's all shaded. Well, as I've been watching lately, um, it, it bloomed. It had four or five nice blooms, and then I've noticed all of our shade right now comes from the trees in our neighbor's yard. And as I've been watching some leaves falling off of it, a certain time of the day, like from... Five to seven, this one little shot of sun is coming down and hitting it, and it looks like it's trying to kill it. I I don't know whether to put an umbrella over it or just, you know, say that I've lost it. I'd really like it to make it. I don't know if if I planted it in the wrong area or what to do for it.
1: All right. So you're saying that, in your opinion, the the couple of hours of sunlight in the late afternoon are killing the, the magnolia.
4: Yes. Yes, and I really didn't want to lose it, but no, I understand I,
1: that this is a, a saucer magnolia,
4: tulip, pink. Yeah, pink tulip is what pink t- tulip magnolia. They look yeah, like yeah. It's
1: yeah. The tulip tree is a different uh, species, different tree altogether. It's lyriodendron. It's not related, but yeah, a lot of people call that uh, tulip magnolia, and it's uh, uh, it'll. Well anyway that'll get that'll send people to the wrong tree if you're not careful. That's okay. a saucer magnolia mm-hmm. it's magnolia cilangiana mm-hmm. uh do you remember mm-hmm. the variety?
4: No, I don't um I've been yeah. looking up and trying to read about it to to decide what to do for it, and I said, well, I need to ask. Well, yes, you, yeah, yes,
1: you need yes. to you need to look it up as Magnolia solangiana. If you if you mm-hmm. enter the the word magnolia and then put an x and then s o u l just soul, it'll fill it out from that point on and and you'll say, "Yep, that's my tree." Okay. Lady Jane is one of the common varieties that is sold. Um okay, I think that's what you have, and that's why I wanted to make sure I'm talking about the right tree. Uh they can handle that amount of sunlight. That's not what's killing the tree. I don't I, I firmly do Ooh. not believe. When was this planted?
4: Oh uh, end of march getting april
1: right. all right uh i see them um i i see them growing and succeeding with more sun than that uh, in the dallas fort worth area and our soils are not conducive to that magnolia not nearly as as much as the lamar county soils are you, you have much better growing conditions for that tree than, than we in the Metroplex have. And so I would think mm-hmm. that you could do very well. What I would wonder is if there's any chance that it might have gotten too dry one time. I know we've had a lot of rain, but uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's possible that it got too dry one time, and even to the point that you watered it and then thought all was well or maybe never knew that things weren't well. And it has started mm-hmm. dropping leaves because of that. Sun would not cause leaves to fall. Sun would cause leaves mm-hmm. to, to brown around the edges and stay on the tree. It does not cause them to fall. Drought does.
4: Yeah. Some of the leaves that are left aren't looking real good, but I do see some young green trying to come through on the base. There you, the, go. The no. there, there and, you uh, go. That, that tree got too dry or... at
1: some point. That tree got too dry okay. at some point, and, uh, okay. and you got water to it. Whether whether you knew it was too dry or not, water got to it and it's regrowing now. Um, you say it's coming up from the base. The 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 green growth is coming from below.
4: No, it's coming off of some of the shoots. I'd say about two feet up. I see little green starting to try to okay. try to grow. I don't see it from the base.
1: Well, yeah, my, that's good. You're you're I'm sorry, we're talking at the same time. What I, was, what I was trying to say is your hope is that the new growth will come all the way up the plant, not just part way up, you know, from halfway or okay. from farther down.
4: Sure. Uh huh. Okay. But-
1: but that's all not right, from well, the sun I'll... I'll promise you that's not from the sun just be very mindful okay. that you water it by hand every 2 or 3 days and what i'm what i've decided after all these years of giving advice what i have decided to tell people is that uh, when you water these new plants for the first 2 years when you water them by hand it's important that if it came out of a 10 gallon pot that it gets 10 gallons of water every 2 or 3 days if it came out of a 5 gallon pot 5 gallons of water 20 gallon pot 20 gallons of water. And that will force people to stand there long enough to put enough water on these things. I've watched people water and they think they've watered by standing there three seconds and they haven't. And so you've got to water clear to the bottom of those containers, just as if it was still sitting in the nursery. And, and it's amazing. And the reason I'm saying that, and I can say it now, finally, our son and his wife have been out of town for two weeks and we landscaped their house about no 8 weeks ago from the freeze and i've been going over every 2 days to water their plants and uh it's amazing how hard it is to hand water some of these things even with a bubbler the water runs off some of them very very quickly on slopes and it's just hard to get water down into those soil balls and a sprinkler won't do it that's the thing a sprinkler irrigation doesn't water deeply so okay. anyway that's I'll that's I'll that's a sunday morning sermon <laughs>
4: Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you so much, Neil.
1: Thank, thank you, you, Judy. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. I, uh, it, it. I'll bet it's hard to hear. Uh, maybe and and uh, we were talking simultaneously there. I'm having a hard time hearing sometimes. Let's go to uh, Will in McKinney. Will, this is Neil. Good morning.
2: Good morning, and uh, thank you very much for taking my call. I enjoy your show. Thank you. Uh, I have a question about, I want a recommendation for some shrubs. The freeze got my hawthorns in front of my house. I would like to get something, one, that would withstand a a hard freeze. I would like them to have max height of about three to four feet, and uh, I can trim them periodically. I like not to have to do it every month or something every two weeks, or something like that.
1: Good idea. Well, by far the the ones that came through looking like um, uh, looking like rock stars after this winter were the dwarf hollies, um, and, and they they came through unscathed and just beautiful all across McKinney. I live in McKinney as well, and uh, so dwarf Burford holly would get four to five feet tall. By pruning it once every couple of years, you could keep it at uh, at four feet without any problem at all. Maybe even less pruning than that uh dwarf chinese holly uh dwarf uh, yopon holly has no spines at all and carissa holly those four are the starting point as far as i'm concerned that's what i have concentrated my whole landscape on for 40 years um it doesn't mean i don't have a lot of other things but those are by far the 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 winners as far as i'm concerned uh compact nandina and the dwarf nandinas like uh, flirt and harbor dwarf are my other two Uh, short plants that i that i would use the the dwarf nandinas are much shorter than what you said but but compact nandina would be perfect okay
2: all right what was the third of those hollies that you mentioned chinese and then carissa what was the one in between those
1: probably dwarf yopon okay And, and then dwarf burford so anyway, Thank that's 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 my list. You bet Good luck, and and they may not be easy to find right now. There'll be a, there will be a better supply come fall, probably. Everybody bought them out. So anyway, uh, Pete in Dallas, I'll come to you right after the news if you'll stay with me. Phone number is eight hundred two eight eight W B A P. We'll be
4: back. Stay tuned.